welcome to Be Movie Breaker on episode number 369. 69, dude. 69 up top, my brother. I ain't touching you. <laughs> I ain't doing any of this. Yeah, oh, it's such an easy 69. one. 69. Just, just to fall right into, huh? <laughs> 369. Yeah, 369. You know what's better than 169? Three. Yeah, 369s. Getting more aggressive. Yeah, give me 369s. Oh, my God. Baby. Baby. <laughs> you psycho. Oh man, you psycho man. Well, that's what they call me. We talked about this on the last episode. Yeah, it was such a long time so, ago, too. Uh, in like, in God, I can't, even re- but I also can't believe we remembered that joke. I also mentioned that I'm not Psycho Man. I am Corey. Yeah, well, you are Psycho Man, and I'm Nick. And this is the B-Movie Breakdown, a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesome and bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Yeah, so yeah, now I'm just thinking if this was like a radio show, just, you know, with Gene Shepard on the mind, you know, it'd be like, you know, Psycho Man with Cyborg Nick. Is that the show? It's disgusting. Yes. It's disgusting. We're Psycho Man and Cyborg Nick. See, Luby. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's the, that's the yeah, cyborg that's, sound. That sucks ass. I am Nick. That sucks even more ass. <laughs> how much ass can we suck on 369? <laughs> wow. It's... On 369, how much ass can you suck? Uh, Getting oh, real crazy here oh on episode gosh. 369. Yeah, getting loopy. Uh, getting loopy and crazy. Uh, you two, uh, so you two can join on the madness. We, Do, yeah, this. We mentioned uh, what next, what each week's movie is going to be prior to the other episode. It's always at the end of every episode, so make sure you listen what the next movie is going to be. We always mention what it's going to be and where you can watch it at. It's usually streaming somewhere pretty uh, accessible. You can also what? find us. <laughs> On social media at B Movie Breakdown over there on the gram at B Podcast over there on the Twitter. You can also email us. Is it past your bedtime already? You're out of your mind. B Podcast at gmail.com uh, as well if you want to send us a little electronic mail. That little that guy. What's he up what to? What guy? What's that guy up to? What guy? You got mail. What's that guy up to? Did you just literally ask me what the You Got Mail guy's up to? He's probably dead. How would I know what he's doing? He's probably dead. I hope not. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah, we don't know how old he was when he recorded that. Yeah, I'm sure he was 82. Oh, my Lord. He's definitely He's dead. 130 years old. Oh, my gosh. Still telling people they've got mail. If anybody still has an AOL email account, does it still say that? No, I think you. If just, you log, if you log in though, like, would it? It probably wouldn't do that, would it? Dude, if you have an AOL, I think it, I think if you have, if you have an AOL email email account, you have to use it through like something else. No, you can just use it. I mean, I think I'm, you have to go to a different site or something. Like, there was a point where like Hotmail just. Yeah, but I mean, I like know, if you had Hotmail, it just became Yahoo. I do and, know. Like, yeah, you yeah, just, yeah. And you I can, maybe you can't go to Hotmail, Hotmail anymore. Holy crap! You can't this go to Hotmail anymore. Time. You can't go to Hotmail anymore, but you can go to Yahoo and use your Hotmail. Email address. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure people who are using AOL, they're not going through any other sites. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh huh. Not not quite sure, but I do know there were some people we there was somebody we knew that still had an AOL email address up until maybe like a not even. Yeah, like I know. I know some people who still use their AOL accounts. They just never. They never lost them. Aim. They're just on Aim still. Aim was a Aim. I lost my password to mine, so it just kind of. God only knows yeah, what's happening. Well, AIM doesn't exist anymore. It hasn't existed for a long time. So Yeah, but I mean, I could still log into you the AOL. If you're worried about what your away message is, you don't have to worry anymore. AIM was good. Put your little away message, 
the old profile. There are days when I wish you had to sit down on a computer to talk to people as opposed to like having it on you at all times. You know what I mean? Cause then you can just like get up and be like, whether you want to talk to the person or not, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. It's like, I'm not, I can't even, it's not even a thought in my head right now. I'm away from the computer, not sitting down. But then you'd want to go back to the computer. Like, I mean, I gotta go back. I don't, I mean, you just you walk by it. And like, oh, or no you have to tell me like, are we going, I call your friend. You want, are we getting on aim right now? Yeah. You're not going to be on aim tonight. One of the the person I don't seven know seven o'clock the person maybe the person you're talking about in our childhood we would be hanging out maybe and then like we'd be in like a chat room and it'd be like I think I told you this before it was like a Star Wars like chat room where people would like basically like role play like Star Wars they have like lightsaber battles and <laughs> like but it's just a chat he gets so worked up about it he went home so instead of us like doing it together being like the similar character he went home to hop in the same chat to have fake Star Wars battle. He wanted, inter- he wanted to interact too. He did. We were all interacting. It was all. It wasn't like it was. It wasn't like you know. He didn't want like hogging the keyboard. He he didn't want to. Yeah, but he wanted to have full control. Yeah. Well, there you go. So he wanted full control. I get. I understand. I you. know you do. I get. It. I get. It. Uh, um, but aside from uh, you got mail guy uh, in our email, we're getting very nostalgic. Nick, do you point. have anything you wanna you wanna mention? Or well, if you just plug? are feeling nostalgic for spooky times. For one, they never end. And for two, you can listen to Weird and Fury Where You Find podcasts like this very one you're listening to to get some more spooky times in your life. Tell some stories, recap some, you know, perhaps monsters throughout the histories, nostalgic for that stuff. Just kind of get into it. Well, um, this wasn't, this wasn't, this isn't necessarily spooky, but it made me feel weird and spooky about uh, ever go, you know, next time or whenever go to Starved Rock, but we watched the Starved Rock Murders documentary yes. on uh, HBO. You huge fan of those murders, are you? Uh, I don't know if I'm a huge fan of those murders, uh, but just it made me feel like, oh, if you, if I ever went, that, I haven't been to Starved Rock in a long time, but if I, me know, neither. next time I go there, yeah. and if I went to that spot, yeah. it'd make me feel weird, like knowing that those three yeah. women were like murdered there. Yeah, and, it sucks. Yeah. It's real shitty. Like, oh, this is where those women were murdered. Now I feel good about my hike that it's I was like, on. What a good day it is. Yeah, the sun's the, out. The sun's a great day. Nice breeze, and this is where people die. Oh, this is where three people were murdered. Now I know that. Maybe it was better off that I didn't. But know I mean, also, I mean, I don't know. Starved Rock. I mean, people, people have died there too before that. Yeah, like if falling. Well, they starved. Yeah, right. So I, that's I've, also bad. I thought you meant like since it's been a state park. That's why it's called that. <laughs> I was going like <laughs> after it's been a state park, not like why it's called Starved Rock. It doesn't have a good history. Yeah, there were not good things that probably happened there. It's other not. than even other than starving, probably other murders probably happened there. It's they probably weren't called murders at the time. Bad, bad stuff. Uh, <laughs> bad stuff happened there. Yeah, bad stuff. But those specific ones are a little more closer in time. They are time to, wise, uh, yes. to now. So I guess that's more. And uh, there's like a person that can be pointed to to possibly have done the have things. Done the things. Yeah. So anyways, regardless, uh, we watch those and it's not really spooky, but I feel like it would make me feel a spooky feeling. What platform did you watch that on? HBO Max. Damn it. So I think it's an HBO. One thing I don't have. It's yet. either an HBO doc. They do a lot. I mean, HBO's done documentaries forever, which is funny because like true crime is such a craze. HBO's been doing true crime fucking documentaries for, yeah, since right. the fucking nineties. It's part of their bread and butter. Yeah, they're yeah, and which is which is a good thing because they tend to do the thing that 
like something like Netflix, who will like yeah, milk on. the shit out of a fucking oh, documentary. Oh yeah. HBO's like, oh hey, this thing, it's three episodes. We're done. We told this tale. Right. Or you know they've had ones that are like maybe like five or six. They probably had it, content though. But it has con. They have <laughs> content. It's not like here's twelve episodes of a murder thing or whatever. And like no. we're like, what are we doing here? We we've repeated the same footage, the same Gosh. people talking. Yeah, it sucks. But you know. There, yeah, so we're not well, especially what, when it's not even like on broadcast television or like maybe it's like a counts like a little recap for somebody who I mean, and it's all there. And on these HBO ones, the only time where you where it feels like repeated where it's like in the beginning of each episode it gives a slight yeah. recap, but it was mostly cuz it's on HBO, so right. it's just telling you what the last one if you were watching week to week or something. Right. You just a little 2 minute thing. Yes. Not the entire half the episode is like rehashed fucking footage and shit. We don't want that. Yeah, and even ones Netflix ones I've really enjoyed, like Wild Wild Country, which was about a crazy cult, sex cult, weird. Ash, what was the guy's name? The Bagran, Bagwan. That was a guy. He was like this Indian guy. Yeah. Anyway, it's real crazy. It is crazy. I love that documentary, and uh, it was great. I love those weird niche ones like that more so than the true crime, even though that was crime related yes. um, ish. But uh, even that one at certain, there's a few times in that one where it's like, probably could have left this and yes. maybe one less episode. But yeah, Netflix is the is the kings of the they just too many too many episodes. Yeah, because don't just make milk anything. They have what? a fucking Tiger King season two. We don't need that. It was a flash in the pan, start of the pandemic. Yeah, Everybody somebody, was watching it. Yeah, we it was it's absurd. It's ridiculous. We don't need any more about hillbillies with wild animals. It well, was. Uh, did you did you dabble in any of it? I didn't, but I have talked to people who have, and it's just more like it's just like nothing early. It's nothing new, right? It's just and like, also because it's in current times yeah. and everything. It's if ongoing you, if stuff. You, if even. you wanted to see anything that's been happening since the movie came out, you could just go on fucking yeah, the internet, look up the news, and yeah. you find out what's been going yeah. on. You don't need no the. It, we, yeah, we don't need the ex- expanded know, universe. Yeah, of, Netflix, you got to calm down. Yeah, we don't need the expanded universe of the Tiger King. So, whatever. It was... Uh, anyways, I don't even know why we started talking about documentary. Oh, I was talking about spooky, History. spooky yeah, stuff. Yeah, fine. But, spooky it, it, stuff. but, I mean, the spooky stuff transitions into the into your talk, but that also talks about, you know, nostalgia, history, and just, like, things. Because around this area, we'd always hear about the Star Rock murders. I so never like, even heard of I never. Oh, you never it. knew that? No, not until this was going to be a documentary. All I was right. literally scrolling through. Okay. I usually would go on. Well, like, never mind then. I go on like uh, Google every before the start of every month and like whatever streaming services I'll have, I'll type in like HBO Plus February 2022, like just to see what's yes. going to be on there. So I was looking at December. You never knew. It was and a I thing. saw it, Starved Rock Murders, and I was like, I don't know, that was a thing. Oh, it was a. I mean, you know. Yeah, now. people were very obsessed about it in the town of uh-huh. LaSalle, and uh-huh. and it was on the news when the guy. Uh-huh. I actually remembered the guy when he got released or whatever. I remember yeah. that being on the news, but I didn't remember what it was about Starve Rock. Yeah. I just remember it was the oldest inmate in Illinois got out, getting released. He was he'd been in there for the he was the oldest and had been in there for the longest time. Yeah, I remember that being a thing, yeah. but I don't remember who he was. I just remember yeah. that was like a 
on the news. I mean, I don't know the intricacies of the case, but I always knew mur- women got murdered out there. Yeah, I didn't know that. So it was, I mean, it was new to me. It is new to you. This is, so you're living in like a world where you just realize this happened. Yeah, that's it's what I mean. Whole, it's like, that's, it's a that's game, why it would feel like kind of spooky to me. I wouldn't feel spooky. Because I didn't, haven't just thought about this forever. It was like a new, new, new yeah. news to me. Uh, but what wasn't new? Well, this was also new news to me. These uh, these Ralphie verse movies we've been watching. Yeah, it's and, true. Uh, so this week on the podcast, uh, our third movie in the Ralphie verse. Yes. Uh, you know, outside of the realm of uh, a Christmas story and that Gene Shepherd classic. Yeah, if you guys thought a Christmas story was the only story with Gene Shepherd and Ralphie, yeah, well, that's not true. No, no, the Parker family exists well beyond. Uh, a Christmas story, and well before the Christmas story, beyond time and space. Uh, so there is the Parker family. So this one came out after Christmas Story, I think the same year actually. So Christmas Story was eighty three, and the star-crossed romance of Josephine Canastra. This came out in eighty five. So this is after Christmas Story. Wild. That is that is wild. So this this was uh, this is now we're now we're post Christmas story here. We're post Christmas story. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the quality of this one not as good as well, obviously a Christmas story, but not as good as the the last two we watched. I think this is the worst quality one. Well, the the um unfortunately, which is based on who uploaded in whatever. But. Oh, that quality. Yeah, how it looks. Yeah, yeah. that is just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, the movie we watched this week. Uh, for our n- further dives, or doves, or whatever you want to call it, into the Ralphieverse. Oh, I was going to say doves? Stupid. Let's get on this podcast. I didn't say doves. I said doves. Yeah. Uh, I was anyways. I that word different. This week on episode 369 of the B-Movie Breakdown, it's the star-crossed romance of Josephine Kuznowski. It's the best of the worst Uh, Josephine Kosnowski. Yes, uh, Josie. Josie, as she likes to be called. Uh, you know, this is uh, an interesting little, uh, more so, of, uh, I mean, the first one kind of, but this one more of a romance movie for Ralphie. Kinda. Is Josephine a character, or does she just exist, and Ralphie likes her, and she likes him? We don't know anything about her except the fact that she's Polish. Right, well, yeah, well, she's new. She's new in town. Yeah, but they're... They, 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 they moved in where the Bumpuses lived, uh, so the Bumpuses was a family yeah, it's from... it's a shame we got denied the Bumpuses. Yeah, because we, we did. They never mentioned them until this movie. Yeah. and mm. uh, But but if you had seen Christmas Story, you would have known about the Bumpuses. Uh, right. Because they're very involved there. The dogs ruined the Christmas dinner. Uh, so, you know, but the Bumpuses, yeah, here are mentioned about their dogs and uh, the their absurd clan and... And everything like that, but they move out, and a new Polish family moves in. The Kosnowskis, and uh, this is it's Josephine, and, and yeah. Ralphie is is obsessed with her. And what he, what reminds Elder Ralphie, Gene Shepherd, Shep, who again begins this movie with a bumper. For one, he's he he's a movie freak, and I was just imagining going to the movies with this man. And like he's talking to someone, he's talking around like three or five people at any given moment. If you're there with him, you know, like, right? Like adult, 
Ralphie is just talking through people. Then at some point he's like talking in the movie as loud as possible. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just, it made me laugh. He has some. He's, like, it's a weird like artsy, like art film, foreign film. They it's don't a have Polish movie. They don't have popcorn. Correct. They don't have popcorn. They have like sunflower seeds and like. What else? Like, they fell for sprouts or something yeah, else? Yeah, the, this movie theater, it's so chic that they there have weird go. snacks. Yeah. That's yeah. what he said. It's like, what the what the fuck is this movie theater? Some L.A. chic yeah, bullshit. Basically, like, I mean, it's screening Polish films. And yeah, I feel like even like artsy movie theaters, even in L.A., the artsiest stuff, the artsiest, I mean, probably I, still have popcorn. I mean, back then I wasn't around. Maybe it was real it's, fancy. It's true. I don't yeah, know. You know I'm what not I mean? sure. We, I did like we uh, Gene Shepard rocking his uh, sweet White Sox uh, cap in this I mean, one. Lifelong fan. I was uh, right. I was uh, good stuff. I was enjoy. I enjoyed that. Uh, but the one thing I would say when we're talking about the quality of this movie, yes, uh, as far as the the transfer onto YouTube from VHS or wherever, whatever was going on here, the thing that made it slightly rougher to watch than the other two, which is no fault of the movies, it's just yeah, the uh, upload, upload was yes. the hiss. There was like a hiss. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Movie. I thought that added to the nostalgic, <laughs> especially when it would have come. It would come in and out too. Yeah, because of the different scenes. Yeah. I thought uh, the quality of um, the last movie, the Great American Fourth of July, yeah. that was the best one so far. Yeah, it did seem good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the movie, uh, the movie Ralphie was watching, he noticed an actress in it though. It reminded him of Josie. Right. Her her last name was the same. Yeah, that's true. It was. But yeah, just the uh, the Polish flashbacks, and oh boy, was he emotionally scarred by this situation. He was. But uh. So that's that's what sends us on our journey right. as you were getting into, and then we flash back to the learn about the Bumpuses being gone and all that good stuff. And then you have uh, Ralphie, um, you know, played by somebody else this time. Yeah, again. every time. That's again, right. every time. Yep, yep. Uh, mo- most of the family also, you know, re- replaced here as well. Yeah. So, uh, but it's uh, it's an interesting. This one's interesting. It's an interesting tale. This one is. It is. Yeah. I think I liked it the least. Well. It's. I think it's, the flow of it was wasn't as smooth as the rest of as the other two we've watched. No, I I agree, but I also think it's a lot of it's hampered by like they don't make Josie a character, right? She's just the prop, which yeah. moves a story along. But like, because like they they when they're together, they have genuine affection for each other. But we don't get any little like not even like because these movies again, they, you know how we always bitch about if movies just condensed everything together and they would be like a good solid hour of just a good movie. That's what all of these are yeah. made for TV full hour. There's no bullshit and there's no dicking around. Right. They come in, tell a story and they leave and it feels very fulfilling. It's proof positive of things we've talked about a million times in this beloved program. Yeah. Like it's come in, come out. But if they would have had like one scene where like they at least flirted with each other, they don't really like, like one back and f- good enough. You don't really get that. I mean, you get one night with them, and it's like one and they're already, quick, very fast, and they're like, already together, kind of. Yeah, because like when they're walking down that that uh the back alley or whatever, they could at least you know a jo- one line, a joke, or something, just anything to give me something. Yeah, like, I, I think uh, yeah, that does where this one falls flat, even though it is shorter and it's concise and everything. Um, it does kind of. Because Wanda was at least a character in the first one, right? Yeah, she was. And then this time, though, she, yeah, she, Herbert not being a character does make the movie feel like lesser. It makes it just feel like it makes it almost like not as interesting as the other it's ones. A, yeah, I was gonna say it might be harsh. Empty's harsh, but like it's because like it's just a 
you'd want a little bit more of a connection because they've been good about that, really, to be honest. Like for what they do, I thought they've been good with that. But and but but you know, he was enamored with her. Uh, she was this exotic Polish girl. Yeah, the door. The, the they things were, they, they, they would say about the Polish girls. Her dad was worried that they were going to be the next Bumpuses, like another obnoxious crew. Uh, he was enamored with her because it was this mysterious, exotic Polish girl. Well, kind of like the one a Flick and Schwartz scoped out in East Chicago. Yeah, because you know what these guys would do? Well, you know, because we watched the movie. But they would just drive around neighborhoods and look at Polish girls. Wasn't that called something? Wasn't it, Didn't they have a name for this? I missed whatever they called that. Missed it. Or was it? Mentioned in the last movie, was it scragging? Was that this term they had? This weird term that's basically just catcalling yes, girls? Yes, Scragging? Because I just wanted to read this quote, which I was almost going to read last time. You might have written it down. Because it's a banger. Quote, it involves his sousaphone when he's trying to do laps to try and get a peek at Josie before he knows her. Yeah. We never have like a first meeting with those two. Don't do we really like we don't really have a meet cute with them? No, I don't think so. Because that's all you kind of need, just cement it. Well, he goes to the butcher shop and he makes his move there. That's where and she's yeah. there and she is there and then yeah, they, that's where he makes. Well, his, they said doesn't she already know his name by then? I think so, just because they live across that could the that's street. true. But see, they kind of do all the heavy lifting like a off screen. Yeah, and they it's do. kind of annoying. and then there's just the yeah, there's just the one scene of the butcher shop. That's it. Yeah. Quote: The first rule of girl stalking is to be cool. You'll never know which way they'll jump. What? What? Ralphie, guys, you're just not good. No. And I know it's a different time. It's way older. And I mean, in the it's end, not he's great. not good. In the end, he's not good. He's real shitty. Yeah, he is. Again. Like, it's not. In, Ralphie is not. That's in, why I kind of like also bummed out about he's this not one. An because endearing, the last one was like, feel good. And this one's like. Ralphie yeah. is not an endearing character. Not he's when he's older, when he's in, uh, once he's in high school. Yeah, he's kind of... Like, when again, he's a child, he's, he's a little more well, likable. I'm not saying everybody makes... Like, I, in a way, maybe I should reverse my train of thought. Because I just had one second to think about it. Perhaps, you know, nobody grows up perfect from the get-go. So maybe these teenage years, when you make blatantly terrible... You know, you're not thinking in the moment. You're not thinking with a fully formed brain. You know what I mean? Because looking with my adult brain, when Ralphie just, Ralphie does bad things. We should maybe introduce another character before we talk about what Ralphie does. Because the character who basically tells him what to do was a, like a guy that was, because basketball is the rage in Indiana. Right. They love their basketball. Hoosiers. The Hoosiers, in, it's a whole thing. Yeah, Indiana basketball is uh, was always a big deal, Indiana, more yeah. so than most their other sports. And then there was a character called Howie who now runs like a grocery store or works behind the counter even. Yeah. He was going to be, he was, he is, his future was bright. It was going to be, the, he was going to be, he was shooting hoops, he's slamming dunks as you do. And instead of pursuing his passion, like he dropped out of school, like college, and he married someone, had a family. And then now everything is just, I guess, he just couldn't, I guess that just killed his whole career. Now he's like a bitter, sad man. And he hates his life and he, he hates everything. tells Ralphie about it. Yep, which again, Ralphie's got a lot of male figures in his life that are not shy about telling them that they hate themselves and their lives and what they've become. So anyways, Howie exists. That's Howie. 
and it basically makes Ralphie. And it's funny because like Ralphie, no, I guess you're just young and you don't understand. That's the only way you can be about it. You're young and you don't understand, but like you don't have to think like, oh, this is gonna be the only girl I'm ever gonna be with, and you have to freak out about it. Right, like just go with the flow, maybe. Yeah, and just see what happens, and like. Or he gets way he gets all freaked out and, and but crazy. also like unlike Howie, it's not like Ralphie's got this massive scholarship with these potential dreams and that he's just a teenage kid who's just none of that's you know what I mean like what do you he just gets he just gets scared uh so yeah it's another but to add in another holiday Thanksgiving they did Fourth of July before and uh but they, I mean they kind of just glanced over the turkey stuff it was here and there and then they did the play. But it wasn't like, I don't know. I felt like it could have been a little bit more with that or something if they I, wanted to. I don't disagree. Uh, but because it, it was supposed to be this highlight of his life. Which is the most depressing sentence. Yeah, this Turk, him being the turkey in the, in the play. He's sad about being a turkey. He hates it. Which, I mean, I think that'd be pretty cool to be a turkey in a play, wouldn't you? The, as a kid, honestly? Like, would you be upset if you were a turkey? Yeah, I'd want to be one of like a normal character that didn't have to wear a stupid turkey costume. You get to hide in the turkey costume, and you're you stand out. You're the best. Mm. That's how I would approach it. Anyways, the car, the car part though, I did enjoy. I thought that was fun. The used car thing, and they get that used car, and it's from uh, Friendly Fred's used cars. I mean, it fits just in. It slides in with all the other subplots you ever had. It's right there. Yeah, that one's a good one with the yeah. the car, and the they they get it, and it's a piece of crap. And it's a good relationship with mom and dad. They have a they got a nice little yeah. interplay. And the in there. dad like refuses to give back the car because it's apparently a thing you don't do. Well, he's he you don't turn you don't return a car used car. You just don't. No, because you want to battle Fred. It's like a will of the will of wits. And Ralphie was like talking about how him and Fred have been going at it for years between used cars and these deals they've been getting or not getting or, you know. And then of course he's talking all he's talking the car to all his friends, but when it ends up being a jalopy. And it just almost kills them all because what's going on with this car? Oh my gosh, it's out of control! <laughs> it's, what's going? What car does? What is really happening? It has here? a mind of its own. It's coming to life. It's ridiculous. Christine situation. Yeah, or a uh, maximum overdrive about to happen. It's coming to life to commit murder. And the, the but yeah, and mom is like, no, we're not yeah, doing this. Sucks. This. Yeah, fuck yeah. this. And she's like, we're gonna get our revenge and we're gonna get the car we want. You don't do that. It's like, yeah, we do. And then they do it, and then the dad goes to the bar and is bragging like he did it. Because he can effort right, which again, that is a whole back and forth story, which is again very good. It's a nice shining moment, right? Yeah, because and then he doesn't even admit it to Ralphie, because eventually, like any movie, all the movies, you know, they end with their bonding moment. But anyways, before Ralphie gets to that point, him and Josie are doing cool stuff. They're making out under the stars. That's awesome. Hanging out. It's great stuff. Having fun, but they still don't, even though they have all those moments together, they still don't build her much as a character. No, she, I did find just that, I did find it creepy that the dad was talking about her so much. That's, I guess that's just how creepy cool guys talk back in the 1930s and 40s. Yeah, that girl. Not have you seen her next door? Like, but I mean, all these movies, how they talk about girls. Right, just yeah. Like, not, I just felt it was more weird that the dad was doing that. Uh, yeah. I did like the, the... Creeping on his son's behalf. Like, don't do this. The additional information about the Bluebird Tavern. Uh, best draft beer in the whole Calumet region. Yeah. it's good stuff. So almost made me believe... Lead me to believe it was more so Calumet City that they lived in. But they sit in Indiana, so it's not Calumet City. It's just on the other side of the border in Illinois. Yeah, but I mean... 
But so. Hammond, that's still pretty much where they're supposed to be living is, pretty is, close. is in Hammond, yeah. close thing. And they even mentioned the Civic Center. They're going to the Civic Center yeah. for the game. Yeah. And uh, I wonder if they filmed that at the Hammond Civic Center. Remember, we went there. That's a good point. Yeah, we went to the Hammond Civic Center for a WWE live event. I do wonder. For the basketball game, right? Yeah. It looks, I don't it know. Looks, it looks smaller. I don't know, but they had the stands up top. That's true. And so it made me think oh, of like how I had little stands. I, I almost to, want I to rewatch to, I, it. Yeah, yeah, I need to take a second glance because I, I memorized that place, all of it. <laughs> I, well, I mean, I took it in. You will never go to a big scale wrestling show. Like, you're not going to go see AEW or WWE at never. a place like that ever again. Never. WWE's never going to that place again. And it was incredible. It was like you, it was an indie show about WWE big budget watching millionaires wrestle. Yeah, we paid the Hammond Civic Center. Half the price that you would go, and this was just a live event, not on TV. Sure. But we still paid about half the prices you would too if you went to the Allstate Arena. Seth versus Kevin. Yeah. We went to this, we went to basically a glorified high school gym. Yeah, basically. And saw WWE. <laughs> yeah, and they had children running like the stands and like everyone. Literally children were running. Volunteer children. That Volunteer I think, children. I don't think they were paying these children any money to like tell people where to sit They might stuff. have been like, like in junior the, high. So like, what the hell, man? They were the ones that were like telling people where to sit and stuff. Yeah, and it was a disaster. And the ones getting yelled at because like seats didn't match up and it wasn't the kid's fault. And they're just like, I'm a child. The seats were like a even the it was hard to even tell where you were even supposed to sit. They're very small. based on the tickets you had. Yeah, they're very. The, the ticket system didn't make sense. I remember we, and our tickets. Remember we had we bought them online, but then we still had to go to the box office and wait in the line yeah. to get the ticket. Yeah, it's like, what are we doing? It was a it was a weird place. It was a, one of those. Literally walking the halls felt yeah. like you were walking the halls of a high school. It did, yeah. It was very. And it looked it looked cool from the outside. It, it did. It had like pillars, and it was like a big. Yeah, it did. It looked inside. really cool. And then it's just like that's what I mean. I committed this place to memory because it was such a weird experience. <laughs> what the hell? And the 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 uh, like beer stand. Yeah. Inside was yeah. right next to the entryway yeah. for the wrestlers. Yes. Yeah, we just walk. Yeah, walk right on and down. It, it was like uh, pitchers of beer for like five bucks. Yeah, we drank some of that. Because <laughs> why would you not? I mean, if you're, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, it was like you can get a one beer. For like two, it was like two dollar beer, or two yeah. or three dollar beers, or you can get a whole pitcher for five dollars like, at a WWE wrestling show. So like, what are you trying to make us do here, guys? It was it was literally the most. I mean, everybody makes their own decisions, but like when your cost ratio. Okay, I guess I'm buying a pitcher. I pretty. I think, did we see Roman versus Braun? Was that a match? Yeah, Roman definitely wrestled. It was a. Was it Braun or I remember Braun was there, but I just remember. Yeah, it was just. It was, the, I think the card was of course stacked. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was a good matchup. Yeah, for this Hammond, Indiana, little middle and like. I would love to go there again for a wrestling show like that, just to deal with it. Yeah, I can't. I can't even believe that they ever did a live. It, obviously, they would never do TV there, but even just a live show there. Yeah, it's strange. That's those are like the those are like the live shows you would hear about them doing like way back. Right, because like live shows is still like the Allstate Arena. Yeah, they still do live. Right, not the gym. Or they do them in Rockford, but where the Ice Hogs play, yeah, an arena. which is a smaller arena. Right, it's an arena. But it's still it's, an arena. It's an arena. Yeah. yeah. But in just absolutely 
Yeah, I, when they said that, I immediately had flashbacks yes. of that place. Well, now you just want me to make me stop the podcast and just watch the, that scene in the movie again. Like, fuck this. Let's uh, watch <laughs> is this the hammock? Citizen? I don't know if it was. Yeah, it probably, probably wasn't, but it was probably yeah, it, yeah, it uh, it made me think of like, oh, well, the Hammond Civic Center. That's where they. That's where this basketball game is essentially supposed to take place. Well, we are talking about a lot of the Midwest, and one of the quotes I did enjoy in the beginning of the movie. I don't know. You may have written it down. Maybe you didn't. But it was, you know, he Ralph was talking about a steel job and like how it's basically describing the geography, how cold it is in the winter, minus thirty degrees, and like minus one, I mean, and minus, and you know, plus one ten or whatever in the summer, the extremes, and he's just like, Midwest is a good place to learn about hell. <laughs> I was like, That's good. Except yeah, from a man who's lived. Isn't that, that isn't that true? It is true. Um Yeah, so I thought that was interesting though, just with the Civic Center. Even just more like, you know, this area ish type of things, you know, like her brothers played for Notre Dame. So there's like another like yeah. South Bend. Yeah. Uh, yeah local. They're really dropping the names in this one. Making oh yeah. Big time. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but when she, when she, when she does though, when they do go on like the big, the big date, it is kind of like, uh, I feel like what she told them to come to this Thanksgiving party. Maybe like slightly misleading and maybe more details. And all she says is come to this party. It's important. And she's like his girl. So like, okay. I mean, that's the decision you make. Yeah, you go. But then like, it's like the basement. It's in the church, basement of a church. Well, first you have to go across the street to pick her up and where everyone's just hanging out in the basement. Yeah. Looking real scary. Yeah. Her family. Yeah. Just in the basement. Her brothers. With like one light on. There's nothing going on. Killer and Bubba Kaznowski. Yeah. That was their name. Um, so, uh, yeah, but the party's in like a church of a basement or a church of a basement. Yeah, it's fine. I understand. Move on. I understand. So it's where I said it was. It, it is. Yeah, that's what um, yep. And uh, so it's already a weird place. It makes it feel like, oh, we're going to this like religious party. This yeah. like weird, like uh-huh. and he even mentions like we don't even go to church. Yeah, they don't. Uh, type of thing. And so. Which and is then, also kind of interesting because usually like a, a Midwest thing could be where like. Mom's about like a Homer Simpson. Marge wants to go to church and Homer doesn't right. give a shit. But like their family doesn't really. It's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. So it's just a, it's an awkward situation for him regardless, I think. Yeah, it's not. Uh, so I guess I could see some of the freak out. Like, it's just like, what is this? It's like, feels like it's moving too fast. And some people feel that way in life. That's true. Things are moving too fast. And, you know, now I'm going to this religious party with you and it's not what I signed up for. But he more so like, Freaks out because he feels like he's being tied down. He's like being like only because like, the, the, because of what Howie he's told him because yeah. of Howie. Howie's at the party. He's like, "That's how they got me." And like, well, dude, maybe you shouldn't project all your insecurities into this little kid. I mean, he's a teenager, but I mean, in, in comparison to the age difference, he's a kid and who's just on a date with a girl he likes, who's meeting a bunch of people. You know, she brought him into her life to meet all these people. Maybe you shouldn't jump straight to marriage. But I mean, you also maybe you shouldn't just run away. Well, no, I just would. Yeah, r- that's not what he should do. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, how he should maybe just keep his mouth shut. Oh, definitely. Like, what are you doing, man? You're not. And so then, you know, again, young brain, barely formed, not thinking, and not barely formed. I hate, it's not an excuse. You know what I mean? Right. It's not an excuse. I'm just trying to, you know. Ralphie has a breakdown. His brain clicks, and he just decides he doesn't want to get married right now. But no one was telling him to get married. No right one now. was. They were just at a party, right? Having you, fun. Yeah, you met the pe- you met important people in her life. Yeah, 
then just it, dancing and instead fun. of just even going you know like i kind of okay instead of like just going like a hey, i think i'm gonna head home then it's like oh it's like yeah i'm sorry i'm not feeling it just we bolt and then get chased by her brothers who are smoking outside but they almost kind of like that almost kind of like makes it seem like maybe he made the right decision because they they it's they act like they want to just hold him there. Right, yeah. As opposed to like get back inside like where you're going, you know, it's a weird and then they don't know if he even said goodbye to his sister or not. Yeah, they don't it, know what happened. And it just turns into a weird nightmare scenario where they're dressed in their football gear and they're yeah, well, that's on the we, hunt that's for we, Ralphie. That's when we get, you know, we get uh, artsy again. Yeah. Because this is a oh, yeah, that scene, the tackle. Yeah. The, the, the tackle. Everybody chasing him, and yeah, the tackle, and yeah, he's being hunted, and yeah, he's just there. Yeah, they're on the hunt for Ralph, so it's a that's a very interesting, weird kind of that's whole scenario there. And then the basketball team game is also another big por- portion of this as well. Yes. Like we talked about it briefly, it's a big but it, deal, yeah. But it's like a, this huge thing that's going on. It's how you know the sacrifice Ralph makes then, to go on then, that date, and then Flick bet it, bets against the home team. Yeah. For whatever weird reason, he just thought like that would be the good idea, even though everybody's acted like you're an idiot. Good job, Flick. Uh, for doing so, and he <laughs> loses money on the bet, obviously. Well, his his future involves gambling and illicit affairs, so right. he's off to sense. the he's off to the, the um, races as far as that goes. But then he, uh, but that's where Ralphie ends up running to. He runs. Yeah. He runs to the game to go join his friends. Yeah. I don't need these broads. That's the attitude. I don't need this. Yeah, I, want, I need my my two yeah. buddies. Yeah, I don't. Need that's all I need in life. My mean, two buddies and basketball. Meanwhile, when you're with your bros, all you talk about is broads nonstop. Literally, literally that's the only thing about. you talk about: basketball, broads, and basketball. Yep. But like, I kind of expected some kind of conclusion as far as like Josie. No, he just he just leaves her. No, he just it's, leaves and her. It's just done. That's it. And like the heartwarming. Or like the climax or the end, I guess, the come down from the movies. Again, a nice heartwarming moment with his father. Yeah. And like he told his dad, he never told his dad he was even going on a date with her because he said he was going to the basketball game. So when he comes back, dad is like, how was the basketball game? He's like, oh, it was great. And he's all smiles and happy. And then that's just the end of the movie. Yeah, I just. It's just like, oh, and. Okay. And then we're denied a bumper from Gene Shepard. We are. We are denied. So, like, it's an open-ended narrative now? It just goes off into the ether? You don't give me that? I guess because Christmas Story didn't have any bumpers with right. Gene Shepard. But, like, but if, that's a different, its own thing. This but, was, like, almost more like a continuation of the, because yeah. it was on the same series, sure. so it had the same feel, or Christmas Story had a different feel to it. Right. But... And is the next one just the, the summer story? Yeah. Not to be no, no, spoilers. no. There's one no, more? No, there's one more. Okay. So maybe, you know, maybe we can pull it out is my point. Yeah, yeah. maybe. We'll see. The next one is a, is a longer movie. It's an hour and a half. Okay. That's something. So that's something. Yeah, it's, it's a longer, it's an actual like movie. I, it was actually Disney produced. Is oh, that's it right. It was a uh, Disney. Yes. I, I got to look it up when I, maybe on Wikipedia, but we'll see when we'll talk about next week. But it's like the, one of those Disney um Sunday night movies or the wonderful world of Disney or yes. they have, a, which again, I, I'm surprised this, this isn't with just because of they could link the popularity to Christmas story. And uh, I'm surprised it's not, it'll, this it's, it'll be on Disney plus cause they do have a lot. I notice every now and then all of a sudden those do like a dump of those 
Disney yeah. su- uh, um, Sunday night movies and stuff there. like that. So uh, every now and then they, you know, the wonderful world of Disney movies will pop up on here. Uh, but uh, but for for this movie though, yes, the Cross Stars Lover, yes, uh, or Car Star Crossed. What was it? I can't remember. The it's name. just a test of your of all of our abilities. It's a Star Crossed Romance of Josephine Kaznowski. To remember, yeah, to remember all these names, this yeah. is a lot to handle. Um, so uh, I did find one one review that was kind of interesting here. Um, uh, it says loved and relate to the itching. For a new car issue with the old man. What? 10 out of 10 stars. He loves to relate to the itching for a new car issue. Is that what you yeah. just said to me? All Loved right. and relate to the itching for a new right. car issue. Well, that's true. I really love this feature when I saw it rebroadcast on PBS. Cool Buick. The stories that Mr. Shepard tells truly are timeless. The longing for the mystery gr- mysterious girl, the idea of having, the idea of getting into a situation that is too deep and then making a narrow escape. The old man's itching every couple of years to get a new car comes to mind every time I'm ready for auto for automobile shopping. It had such an impact on me that when sometime afterward I had gained a kitten, he ended up being named after their dog, Fuzzhead. What? I shortened his name to Fuzzy. That's a long story. Even though my beloved feline has passed on after 17 interesting years, oh, man. and I had not seen this feature for even longer, I still tell the story of this little story. And then we broadcast it on the internet. And it spreads again. Oh, he's like, I gained a kitten. It's Yeah, it seems like... I That's mean, cl- how much this, this movie had such an impact. Well, when someone gains a kitten, clearly they found it. It was given to them. It fell into their... It wasn't... They didn't go out hunting for a kitten. But they named their kitten after this movie. But shortened it. But shortened it. <laughs> to Fuzzy. It's, it's Fuzzhead, but I changed it to Fuzzy. So, uh, but next uh, next week on the podcast, we're continuing our our, our dive into the Robbieverse. And this one does take place in the 50s, it says. In the 1950s, Indiana. And Ralphie is 14. I mean, we're just all over the place here. Sure. 14 so year old Ralph and his all American family head off on their annual trek to Ollie Hoop Noodles, Haven of Bliss, a summer resort. And that's the name of the movie is Ollie Hoop Noodle, Ollie Hop Noodles, sorry, Hop Noodles, Ollie Hop Noodles, Haven of Bliss from 1988. Uh, TV movie, like I said, Disney I TV think, movie. I think these titles try to use every letter in the alphabet. <laughs> You know what I mean? Possibly, possibly. But Gene Shepard back. You know what I mean? As, constant. He's uh, a constant force. As uh, the old man, I'm not sure the actor here who plays the old man. It uh, looks like he was in Star Trek Three. Interesting. Played Captain Styles. Interesting. Uh, looks like he's been in a number of things. He's been on Kirby Enthusiasm, Rocket Power, Voices on Things. That's cool stuff. Uh, but all but young Ralph played by uh, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, so Jerry O'Connell at the time, child actor, Stand by Me. Yeah. So uh, there we go. So you got you know, a child, a young Jerry O'Connell. Now we got now we're back to a known. So we're somebody. Yes. Uh, even at the time though, Jerry O'Connell was pretty known. Yeah. Uh, from Stand by Me. Yes. Alone. So um. So. But the, it looks like the cast of characters are back. Randy, Flick, Schwartz, Mom, Dad, old, old Man, 
So you got some of the any Wanda. I uh, don't. I'm no. not gonna go too deep because I like. Oh uh, yeah, don't be surprised. Sp- but I do see Mrs. Kissel mentioned in the credits. Hey, there you go. And Fuzzhead, played by Daphne. I like the introduction of Fuzzhead, or I mean, you know, in I the like other, it, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It this goes. is this dog's only movie. Daphne is an actress known for Holly Hoop Hop Noodles, Haven of Bliss. Daphne oh. the dog, played Fuzzhead. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Uh, oh boy so now next week on the podcast check it out it's on youtube you can find it in full um maybe by the time this comes out maybe it'll be on disney plus who knows uh but uh but yeah we're falling deeper down that ralphie hole but but yeah we're falling deeper down almost towards the end of the ralphie hole but not quite yet so check out ollie hop noodles haven of bliss on youtube Uh, for b movie breakdown i'm Corey, and i am nick come back next week for more of the best of the worst it's the best of the worst. Be moved.